Hello and welcome to the Uncapped Podcast, brought to you by Roast House Pub, one of Frederick's finest craft beer and culinary destinations, where great people come to drink amazing beer. Visit them to track their taps and menu at roasthousepub.com, or download the digital pour app to track what's on tap. I'm your host, Chris Sands, and we're in beautiful, what area of Baltimore is this? Govins or uh, Homeland. Yeah. Homeland area, yep. which I'd never heard of before. So, I Well, not. welcome. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. At the soon-to-be grandly opened Full Tilt Brewery. Yes, sir. We uh, actually, so we opened doors to the public December 21st, but one thing uh, and another and the boiler and all this stuff, and so we've been open since then with some of our Peabody Brewed beers um, and a lot of local Maryland breweries on tap, which is pretty fun. You know, we get to give some love back to the guys who have supported us through these years and have some diversity on the uh, on the tap list. But the goal is now to have this grand opening where we can start brewing our own beer and start having our own stuff on tap. So who you were just hearing was Nick Fertig, co-founder of the brewery, and we're also joined by Ryan Cooper, who is the general manager. How's everybody doing today? So I forget now, how long has Full Tilt been around? So we, we started, we were actually Peabody Heights second beer um, back in 2012. We had our launch party at the Americana in Canton uh, December 29th, 2012. Yep. So is that, I wonder, is it, does that feel weirder having been around so long, but not having a true home, but now like you're all, gr- actually, it's kind of like you're all grown up yeah. You left your parents' house yeah. and now and you moved say, into I'll, your first apartment. I know it's made. I wouldn't say it feels weirder now, but now feels right. You know, this yeah. is what we it felt weird the whole time when we never really had our own home to to have customers or collaborations at our own place. And you know, we did a collaboration a while back with Barley and Hops from, you know, your hometown. And that was awesome, but that's really all we've been able to do. So we're looking forward to be able to have those kind of relationships now, like a full grown-up brewery. Yeah, instead of always yeah. being the guest, exactly. you can invite yeah. people into your home. Right, right. So when um, you just gave it the rundown, do you have the official grand opening scheduled now? Absolutely, this weekend, this oh. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Well, I was, yeah. Sorry, it would be last weekend, though, actually. This oh, week. fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah I'm, yeah, I'm sure you had a great time. Yeah, yeah, I, let's hope, yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so we're, this is one of the beers we're launching. This is going to be our, uh, for the time being anyway, our in-house light beer. It's our, our Kolsch. Uh, we're calling uh, Gruff von Gotenstein, uh, and it's going to be a character we're going to introduce into the Hops of Cat comic series down the road. I have a, I have a prediction okay. that 90% of the time that will be ordered as, I'd like your Kolsch. Yeah. <laughs> I have this dream that people are going to say, give me a gruff. That, that That's what I want them to I mean, say. I guess so. Could. But they're probably just going to say Kolsch, yeah. which is fine, too, as long as they're ordering it. Whatever. Or, or if you go off of numbers, it'll just be yeah. whatever number the Kolsch Damn it. is. <laughs> <laughs> Taking steam away from me already. <laughs> no. Well, I mean, speaking f- as a member of the lazy masses, mm-hmm. I I would not, I would look at that and like, ah, I just want the Kolsch. Yeah, right? I'm enough. not going to try to yeah. pronounce that. <laughs> Damn it. All right. Fair enough. So th- this place is beautiful. Thank you. It is, I, I guess um, having being a business for so long and you've had the dream of opening this mm-hmm. for, I mean, the last time we talked to you was a little over two years ago mm-hmm. and you were starting this process. So <laughs> you, yeah. how it was probably painful but also helpful to have such a long time to plan it out because it, it from appearances and from the way you talked as we were going through, this seems to be exactly what you want. So it's funny. I mean, I remember now from the last time we talked, your questions are just on point. Uh, you're just, you, you nailed it. Um, you know, we actually started a process more than like two years ago. We started probably four years ago. You know, nothing against Peabody. It was a good, it was a great start and everything. And, and we're still using those guys going forward uh, to keep our beer, our, our core brands, like the Pale Ale and the Hops of Cat, out uh, throughout the state. Um, but we knew that was never going to be the end story of us, you know, we, uh, or we hoped anyway. Um, we still work our full-time jobs. It's the, the, the way contract brewing works, the margins are very small. Yeah. With, without having your own tap room, it's, it's, it's tough, you know, and, and, and without having your own home for people to come to. Um, so Dan and I, we still work our full-time jobs. Um, but yeah, so along that way, you're right. Um, we actually started looking at production facilities. Uh, the, the market just five, six years ago was so different than it is now. You know, there was only a handful between 10, 15 breweries in Maryland at the time. And now there's probably over a hundred, um, which is great. Um, but I think the, and at the same time, it's happening all across the country, as we all know. Um, but the, um, the goal or the, uh, you know, 
the vision we have has changed drastically. You know, at the time we wanted to distribute across the country and maybe even tour, tour around in Europe and all this crap. And, and it's just, it's just not going to happen. You know, I, I think now, unless you're already in that market and, and you're already doing that and you already have those, those territories established, I think it's very much be a part of a neighborhood and keep it kind of local and uh, establish a relationship with, with Homeland and, and uh, Roller Park and all these other places around here. Yeah, it you seems know. now growing beyond a regional uh, brewery will be pretty close to an impossible task. For a while. Like, I, you know, people keep talking about this bubble, you know, and, and maybe it's out there and we'll see. But in the meantime, yeah, it, it very much is regional breweries. And, and honestly, it's a little more fun that way. We get to have a smaller brewing system and do more test batches, one-offs, and get to know our regulars and our neighbors. And, and, and we're having a good time already. Yeah. And it, you also get to have much more control over your beer, too. Absolutely. If you're, you're filling a truck up and shipping it across the country, there's a lot of time and distance between sure. your story reaching people and you telling it. Right, yeah, that's true. And and also, I mean, what a lot of these bigger breweries are saying, this, the breweries that have been established for a long time who've started with a place kind of like this or maybe a little bit bigger, but then they try to open a production facility, and a lot of times it's it's not working. You know, I, I think it really is more and more proven that it's it's all about these little these little places. And if we if we ever want to expand, I think it's going to be another place like this rather than a production facility. Yeah, with um, we were just talking to Kevin Addicts yesterday. We released the episode yesterday. Also, um, one of the bills that looks like it's going to be passed is that in Maryland you will be able to have a second location mm-hmm. now. It will only be able to be, use it as a tap room, but mm-hmm. you can have two locations under the same license. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So that's an option that we, I wouldn't say are actively looking into, but are open to in the future. We'll see what happens. We so, want to get our feet under us here before yeah. we make any moves <laughs> anywhere else. You know, yeah, actually open yeah. would be, would, <laughs> would be a good first step. Yeah, that, there's that. <laughs> yeah. So the, at Peabody Heights, you it's 60 barrel batches, right? Yeah, they um, they can do up to ninety, and actually, this the blood orange that we recently <laughs> brewed um, is a ninety barrel batch. For the most part, we do sixty. Okay, it keeps the beer fresh and it keeps yeah. us being able to keep popping out beers. Yeah. So here, what size will you be brewing? Here's um, it's a fifteen barrel brew house, Portland Kettle Works system, all American made and all that, and uh, we have two fifteen barrel fermenters and two thirty barrel fermenters. So, um, the the four beers we're launching this weekend, two are fifteens and two are thirties. The Colts is one of the 30s because, again, we plan on having this on board as our, our in-house light beer, if you will. Yeah. The Colts. The Colts. Give me the Colts. The Gruff. <laughs> yeah. I sh- I'm, already, I'm already doing what, <laughs> what you said would happen. Instead of calling it his title, I'm calling it the Colts. Damn it. Although, in a, I'm sure there's a story behind that name because – at least, uh, or is there not one? There, you there kinda, is. You kind of had that look like. No, well, it's kind not. of it's kind of growing <laughs> a little bit. So we have the Hops of Cat series, and uh, this is going to be next line. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, the one that we haven't released yet, after this one, is going to be, um, you know, a cut another comic. We're going to introduce the goat, um, and that's where you'll find out a little bit more about him. But in the meantime, he already does have his own logo, um, and we'll get to his story a little bit later. So okay. right now, it's just kind of laying the groundwork for that. I, I, that's the one thing I, I like about Full Tilt is the the side business of making comic books. <laughs> I mean, it's just we, so the thing is, it's right now it's all digital. I think we're gonna we're trying to figure out how to make it something you can hold, and because with each beer right now, each of the comic beers, it, there's a poster, there's the label, and then there's a little comic. I it's, know a place that prints stuff. Well, we need to talk after this about that because I don't know anybody in that in that kind of industry, yeah. and, and so what we're thinking about doing is once every maybe ten beers, once we have. Uh, something that's a story um printing those and uh so that that'll be kind of fun to have available at the tap room and and make it more real than just going on facebook and having to look at the comic it'll be a lot more fun having having something you can hold yeah um that's a i mean i think i went on and on about how much i loved hops the cat two years ago when you're on and i still do love hops the cat had we Um, released uh the galactic cat back then no i think it was like Maybe a couple months after okay. you talked about it, okay, but it, got it, it. it had. I believe it had. I hadn't had it yet. Okay, and I don't think it had come out until like it was a little while after you were on. Got it. Okay. Yeah, we were just starting to have fun with it back then. I guess then. Yeah. Cool. We got a. You got, we got a few episodes in mind now. Now that we can start popping out beers, it's been hard to build a story because we can't brew that many varieties out of Peabody just yeah. based on the size. Yeah. Of the when batches. you get that much beer, right. you don't want to flood. Right. Too much out. Or Honestly, and we that's a learning curve. We did that 
a while a couple years back and but it was a learning curve and now we just try to keep it more efficient but here we can uh have a lot more uh, a lot more beers a lot more smaller batches where we can build on the story a lot quicker so r- remind me what is the relationship between hops the cat and galactic cat because i for the life of me can't remember the story so hops the cat was my cat and he was always a part of our brewing process he was always hanging out he was part of our parties um and he passed a few years back and we decided instead of like coming up with something depressing let's ha- let's have a lot of fun with him let's memorialize him with something ridiculous so we did this and it was that's, that's all it ever was there was no story behind it there was it was a cat with lasers yeah with hop lasers and then a couple years went by and it's still our best-selling beer and we're like all right we got to do something with this and instead of doing a fully tilted hops of cat and putting oak in or something let, let's in, expand on the story and then so we went back with uh, a tattoo artist out of uh, Gaithersburg and wrote the first comic for it, the, the prequel, if you will, being Hops a Cat, and uh, kind of built this ridiculous story about it. So Hops a Cat, it turns out, was uh, shooting hop lasers over Baltimore to turn everybody into hoppy beer lovers. And so all is, all is good. Um, actually, I'll just take a step back. The reason he, the way he got these powers is Dan and I were brewing in our buddy's garage, and which is really what happened in real life. And we come up with this new batch with a special ingredient. We get all drunk and passed out, and Hops a Cat tastes it. And all of a sudden, he gets these these laser hop eyes, and he has all these powers. And if, if you look closely, he's coming out of another dimension. He's coming out of like a black hole-looking thing with these lasers. And he's trying to save Baltimore with these hop lasers. So all is happy, all is good, and people are having a good time. A meteor hits right in front of my house, as you can see in the comic. And Hops goes and checks it out, and his buddy, his whiz, his science whiz buddy, Lorenzo, is already there checking it out. And they just think it's a it's a meteor until uh, this this vision comes out this this beacon and it's Queen Alphany from Planet Lupulinia asking for Hops of Cat's help. Um, they're under attack by the Anti Rhizome Syndicate and they're trying to steal all their hops. So in the in the in the alien probe from Planet Lupulinia, there's a costume and a and a, a jetpack and a way to to get out there. So he, they have to go down there repair it, and uh, he shoots off. But now he's intergalactically known as Galactic Cat. So he gets out to uh, he gets out to plant the Lupulini. He saves it, you know, uh, takes down an anti-rhizome syndicate, at least that that arm of it. They're not done yet, but in the meantime, uh, Volstead the Vindictive, his arch nemesis, uh, whose story we don't fully know yet, or we haven't introduced, I would say, uh, he takes over Baltimore, captures uh, Lorenzo with his parched pug probies, um, and they take over. And but so as soon as as Hopsicat, the Galactic Cat, saves Planet Lupulinia. Queen Alphany rewards him with this brand new spacesuit, uh, this right here. And his, uh, he has an AI fish, too. And he, we meet his new friend, uh, Cadet Kitten, in the, in the story. <laughs> and so he comes back to save Baltimore. And th- this is what uh, the verses is all about, where we will have re- released this past Saturday at the grand opening. Um, it's our first can release that we've ever done. It's our first 16-ouncer. Um, and uh, yeah, so that's where we leave the story at. Yeah. Can you name one of the pugs Stewie? This is <laughs> sure. We haven't named them yet, so sure, one will be Stewie. All right, sweet. Yeah. That's I have a half dead pug. Okay, that's, that's named Stewie. Fair enough. Um, so. I I absolutely love how you can tell that story as if you're giving an a factual history lesson. <laughs> like it, it's pretty ridiculous. But we're I'm telling you, so we're gonna have a lot more fun. The next one is gonna be another battle between them over a game of basketball. Uh, in, in a little bit and that's all i'll say for now and that's when we'll introduce gruff um and then there's another one following that we're working with a local artist um uh t or sorry O is his name and he's gonna be writing the backstory of why um hops and volstead are arch nemesis and and how volstead got the scars on his face see in the comic book whenever you have uh gruff name put you should just put the Kolsch in parentheses <laughs> I'm not supporting that I'm gonna try to get away with it. I'm gonna consciously tell myself to call it gruff rather than rather than Kolsch I'm probably gonna keep calling it Kolsch you will yeah. trust me and everyone else <laughs> yeah. right, um we're gonna take actually before we take a quick break yep um talk a little bit more about this beer that we're drinking because I'm really enjoying well this. I'll tell you about all the beers we're drinking we are so excited he's not here with us right now he was up to at least 3 30 a.m this last time I got a picture from him uh, Brian Smith our new head brewer um, he's working his his butt off to try to get all these beers ready in time for the grand opening and he's putting out some some great product you know right now the Kolsch as, as I told you before the interview started is it looks so flat because it is it's still in the it's still in the fermenter that's getting carved up uh, tonight into tomorrow by the um, way, you did it again. Damn it! <laughs> 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 All right, I'm just I'm just gonna succumb to it. It's just, that is what it is. It's the Kolsch. 
Um, so, yeah, Brian Smith is brewing some great stuff for us. Um, he's been around Maryland a lot, Flying Dog, Pub Dog, Beltway, and a few others. And um, he's finally getting to, you know, he's been with us for three or four months now. He's finally getting to show off his his skills. And so he has these great products coming out. Um, but so, yeah, this is our Gruff Kolsch. And then this one here, which you specifically brought up, is going to be our smoothie sour. And it's cranberry, uh, blood orange, and, of course, um, lactose and vanilla, too. So this one is actually carbonated and finished. Um, but, yeah, this will be one of the four releasing this weekend. I really like this because it, it's I, – I would imagine it's the lactose and the vanilla or smoothing it or mm-hmm. balancing it out a little bit better because um, I love the taste of uh, blood orange gozas. Mm-hmm. But there's some breweries that make them where – it tastes delicious, but every sip is excruciatingly painful. Sure. It feels like razor blades going down my throat. Right. And it's so acidic. Yeah, and so that's one thing where, where Brian brings brings to the table. You know, we actually did our first um, Goza at Peabody, and actually this, this blood orange Goza was at Peabody as well. The first time we did uh, the um, blackberry Goza, it was. Uh, it ended up way too tart and in the wrong places and on your tongue and all. And all. Then Brian came in and had them readjust how they were souring it and how much they were using and all that stuff. And it ended up being delightful. And then, we'll, I mean, we'll try this a little bit later too. So this blood orange goes is very, very smooth. You just get enough tartness to it where you know it's, it's that goza, but it's, it doesn't put you off. You know, you can have a few. See, I may have complained about how I don't like doing on-site podcasts, but it is kind of nice to have table service while we're, <laughs> while we're yeah. recording. Yeah, that, of, that's Brennan. That's one of our, in, our bartenders back there. It, instead of uh, being locked into a little room yeah, where uh, yeah. I, someone is awkwardly trying to open a can right. or a bottle it missing the microphones. Right, splashing beer <laughs> on the microphones yeah. and themselves. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we, well, uh, we just recently refreshed the tablecloth that okay. we had in our studio because it had so much beer it had probably seen some things was, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's also it's, it's seen things <laughs> yeah. um we're gonna take a real quick break to thank our sponsors and when we get back there's plenty more story to tell excellent a huge thank you to our presenting sponsor roast house pub which is located at 5700 urbana pike in frederick maryland If you have listened to this podcast before, you have definitely heard me go on and on about the beer dinners that Chef Nico creates. Simply put, they are amazing. But Roast House Pub has much more to offer. Their friendly staff is knowledgeable about beer and will help you choose from among the 20 beers they have on tap. In addition to the awesome beer selection, the food is always amazing. Make sure to follow them on Facebook and check their website at www.roasthousepub.com to keep up to date on their constant stream of events. The Frederick Spirits Festival is coming back to the Frederick Fairgrounds on April 20th for a day of food, music, and local spirits. Find your inner mixologist with a cocktail mixing seminar with sampling included with a crafting pass, or join us for the spirits sampling by picking up a tasting pass. Liven up your liquor cabinet with local Maryland spirits. For more information and tickets, go to frederickspiritsfestival.com. So for the... Your can release, when you do 16-ounce can, I, I assume whenever you do canning from here, it, you will you always do 16-ounce cans and then... Yeah, or, I mean, if for, if for nothing else, I mean, that's kind of what the market wants. Yeah. But it's just, it's, it's easier, too. Um, are, will those go into distribution at all, or is that going to be to brewery be determined. only? We're going to see. We, we would like it to go to distributors, too, because just to maintain that relationship yeah. and, and get it out there a little further. But, um, I mean, we'll see how this goes. We've never had our own can release yeah. before so and i mean see. you're still you're still making a lot of it so it right i think a lot of places that only they don't go into distribution at all well one don't have the relationships that you've already built right. over all the years of being open right and then also are making a smaller volume of of beer sure yeah i mean it's gonna be a learning process i mean also we kind of shot ourselves in the foot a little bit we dropped the ball on announcing this thing you know um, it's Wednesday before our grand opening and we haven't told anybody that we're doing a can release. And at this point it's, we're going to, you know, do it as a surprise release and, and to see what happens. But it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's so it's going to be kind of hard to judge this for all of our upcoming, upcoming, uh, can releases. We're just gonna have to be better at promoting yeah. in the future and all the learning thing. We, we don't know what we're doing in our own place yet. We're just <laughs> figuring it out as we go. Well, unless, yeah. I mean, the only way you could really say you learn something is if every single can flies out of the brewery without any notice, then you'll know, like, Hey, can releases are going to be extremely successful here. Yeah, let's hope. I mean, we we definitely didn't do it as well as uh, Duke Law did recently with their unicorn farts. I mean, that thing, I think they sold out right away. It was funny. Uh, I can't remember which somebody posted a uh, 
a screenshot of all the negative comments. Like I waited oh, in line yeah. for an hour and like, come on. Well, well, well th so there was all those, but for then, the record, I'm not faulting Duke law at all. I mean, it's funny that people are mad that they ran out of beer. Like this is what you want as a brewery to be so success successful that you run out of beer. I mean, that's well then, that's but great. then also like I, it, was it a Maryland beer drinkers group? That you one saw of them. I, yeah. Well, yeah. You know, a lot yeah. of the comments from those screenshots were though, Okay, I guess you never went to a beer yeah, release before, yeah, yeah, much, <laughs> or yeah. like amateur. Right. <laughs> it was a bunch of people mocking the people complaining. Yeah, and well, hopefully they 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 go back to Duclaw, and it's not a terrible thing for them. But yeah, I mean that's what we'll get to. Hopefully, you know that's what happens on Saturday. But I'm not expecting that. You know, we just want a good crowd on Saturday to, to, for the grand opening, and then people enjoy the beer. I have a feeling though, things like that, and then uh, a couple weeks ago there was the Saturday morning. Uh, beer the they get picked up for some reason now by uh, mainstream media which i hate that term so i hate myself for saying it um but will get picked up by large news organizations mm -hmm. not just your typical beer news places mm -hmm. and i i think that builds a, an abnormal amount of hype around a beer that so it's not just craft beer fans that are going yep. after it. It's, it's people that just get caught up in, oh, that's cool. It was on TV. We, we and, saw that once. Well, remember Burger, Burger Cookie back in the day? Yeah. We, ABC and Fox, and um, those are the two main that interviewed us. And it, it built up this hype that we just weren't even ready for. And it was awesome, don't get me wrong. But it was. It was people that don't know craft beer and then coming to us. And, and we ended up having a line out the door at Admiral's Cup, and people were pissed at us. And like, hey, sorry, we we promoted yeah. it well. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I don't mean to let you down. But, uh, but yeah, yeah, I hear you. Once you get these outside bigger organizations in, uh, a lot of people that aren't used to what craft beer is uh, get disappointed. Yeah, because they think, like, oh, this was on the news. It's just right. your normal thing that you can go out that right. got attention. Right. But, right. like you're adding that into all the hype that gets built up within the community. Yep, yep. Then you have all the outside people that don't actually, I'm curious to look now. I wonder if unicorn farts is commanding a ton of money on the secondary market. Because I wouldn't be surprised the way it's selling. I mean, the, and good for them too. Yeah, Cause the, although maybe it'll be tempered a little bit because they have been saying repeatedly, it's going to hit distribution this week. It'll be in stores available. Right. Um, cause the Saturday morning beer, are you familiar with what I'm even talking Honestly, about? I'm not or, sure. Are you? I don't know. But it's, it's smart mouth brewing down in Virginia. Okay. It's a brewery I never heard of before. Yeah. They, they made a beer and was it, I think it was the weekend before St. Patrick's Day. I did see this. It was selling online for like $300 a yes, can. Yeah, it was. <laughs> yeah. What kind um, of beer was it even? It was a IPA made with marshmallows. Yeah. Okay. Um, at this point, I don't feel bad about saying that it wasn't that good. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was able um, to get some by the awesome people down at uh, 1836 Kitchen and Tap Room okay. in Northern Virginia. And last weekend from when this is released they got a case of it and like it's like gold but they'll be make it raising money for charity and okay. like raffling off the chance to buy it and they're selling it okay um it definitely did not live up to the hype okay. i won't it, like it wasn't bad but if i was someone who had paid 300 and some dollars for a Better four pack of it your that's what it was selling for <laughs> yes yeah. that's unreal and well that's your own fault at that point yeah. <laughs> yeah and actually and then some of those auctions they were for empty cans wow it was just because the the can looked like a, um of uh, lucky charms okay that's, oh yeah yep. i did see yep. that okay and it it wasn't even made with Lucky Charms. They just bought like a generic, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> a generic cereal. All right. Um, but it like it just because uh, like it tapped into that lizard part of our brains right. of nostalgia yep. slash well, amazing uh, marketing. Pop culture. Good yeah, that's good. That's um, awesome. And I read it. Uh, the Virginia Pilot is right near where they are because they're in Norfolk. I had an article with talking to the owner and he said there were people from states away that had driven there to, to get some. That's incredible. That's just pure, great marketing. Yeah. So I don't, know, I, yeah. I don't know, make some, so apparently unicorn farts mm -hmm. or, um, or any sort of mythical animal flatulence <laughs> or uh, cereal childhood, okay. cereal. Yeah, yeah. childhood okay. cereals. 
uh, you'll get picked up by uh, the local news stations. And what if you combine it? mythical animals with cereal? I mean, then, no brainer. Or does that cancel each other out? <laughs> it could. Yeah. That could, yeah, yeah. It could be like two positives making na- yeah, like, yeah. or Yeah. I don't know. All right, we'll just stay away there. from that in general. Yeah. <laughs> Let them have that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, and although that, and that could be your ticket to retirement. Uh, <laughs> Let's hope. So what are like a, like a, I can't even think of a cereal that has a mythical animal as a. Well, I mean, do you count vampires as mythical? Count Dragon. Count Dragon. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like that's been done, though. It, uh, Waverly yeah, made. Yeah, well, I feel uh, like Waverly I did. Think yeah. a stout with okay. Count Chocolate. I'll just stay away from cereal. We don't want to step on anybody's yeah. toes. We'll, we'll, come, we'll have to come up with something different, which is hard these days. We actually, So we have a name for each of our three new beers except for the sour. Uh, you know, we've been trying to figure out if we're going to do a line of sour beers or, or smoothie beers, whatever you want to call them. And it's just everything is taken. Literally every name is taken. That we Don't worry, people with. just call it the sour. Yeah, well, that's what we're calling it, <laughs> smoothie sour. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Colson sour. We might as well just not even name beers. We just call it the <laughs> pale ale IPA. Although, I mean, like, though, you have you have created this niche with your elaborate story where I don't think anyone else is good. Like, you're not in danger of another brewery somewhere naming a beer Galacticat, I don't think. You'd be surprised. Or, there, are some things that are, there are some things that are pretty close. Some beers that are, that have comics in there. Some beers that have outer space cats. And, and uh, there's some, well, yeah, there's some cats close are weirdly popular. Yeah, yeah, they are. And lasers. Which but, is... <laughs> I mean, I, we, we, at the same time, we can't own the fact that laser cats. I mean, we yeah. saw that other people doing that. I mean, yeah. Saturday Night Live did that for years. So it's, and we're not claiming to be super original. We're just having fun with what we can come up with. And as I said, I still, I take offense to the pugs being the bad guys. <laughs> <laughs> they might have a change of heart somewhere down the road. They should, pugs yeah. don't have an evil bone in their body. They might turn they around. Can, I mean, they can, even when they're young and alive, they're barely yeah. alive. They can yeah. snort you they're, to death. They, every, <laughs> every breath is a struggle is. at survival. It is. It is. <laughs> we should all strive to be as, uh, willing to live as these guys yeah. <laughs> they might they might have a change of heart one day who knows what what volstead has done to them we're still figuring it out as we go i think stewie will have a change of heart <laughs> okay and help and Galactica. He'll, he'll lead the rebellion yeah, yeah okay <laughs> i like it so we we finished up that goza well you yeah. did i haven't Whoops. I, yeah. um but well i already moved on yeah uh, fair enough. <laughs> now this beer i both love and feel bad about the name mm-hmm. so that one you're drinking is better dan uh first off again it's uncarved because it's still in the bright tank um i'm sorry the uh, the fermenter is going into the bright tank overnight tonight um so <laughs> a funny story behind that uh better dan uh so dan is the other owner as many people know and he's a he's a redhead half tilted dan half tilt dan uh, well tilt. i mean yeah i mean that's where you go by half tilt dan yeah. half tilt nick but we're both full tilt <laughs> but anyway, uh, he he's a redhead, and he is you know a relatively big guy. Strives to be bigger. He just doesn't have time. He's got a third kid on the way, and we have this and work and all that crap. He doesn't have time to to be in shape as he wants. But we have this bartender, Brettley, who is also a redhead, who is much younger, and this is his job. He's as our bar manager and has more time to be a better redhead. So we uh, <laughs> came out with a red IPA or coming out with a red IPA called Better Dan. And it's also funny because Dan's favorite band is Pearl Jam. So we're playing off a of better man and the fact that we have a better redhead on the staff. And, and it's, just, it's just funny in general. But like, it, I, don't know if, I don't know if it makes it less offensive or mean <laughs> that his name isn't even Dan. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> but you call yeah. him better. Dan. Yeah, it's not a better redhead. It's not a better Dan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you just hired someone that everyone likes better, and they start calling him better Nick. <laughs> Don't give him any ideas. Little does Dan know this is why we hired Bretley to humble yeah. him a little bit, knock him down a few. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, even uh, unfinished, this is really good. Thanks, man. I yeah, like once we carve it up, it's going to come through pretty nice. I'm, I'm very excited about that. Red IPAs are a style I I definitely enjoy. Mm-hmm. I, yep, it came through pretty good. I, it, Brian, I, I gotta say, I can't say it enough. I mean, he's do, he's doing some great things. He's, in, he's been sitting that back there cleaning kegs and cleaning the floor for months now, and he's just been waiting to do this, and and he's he's coming through pretty well. We think. Now, see, I don't think you have any worries of this name not being used, because especially <laughs> yeah. like I, you should probably print out the story, right? Because once people know that it's taking a dig at someone, they're right. they're just going to keep saying it over and over again. And you'll Fair sell enough. you. I like it. 
and we'll start calling have them call I, we should have Brettley wear a, a name tags as better Dan yeah. and then they could put it together see Dan next to him you're like oh I get it he's it's, bigger and stronger <laughs> is he taller too yeah. oh yeah <laughs> okay so I'll get I'll give you your next can release okay. then you just you have the two of them it could be illustrated or an actual photo it, get the exact same suits as the um the movie twins mm-hmm. with Danny DeVito and um who's the Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger yeah. and have a picture of both of them just that better Dan across the top in the same font as twins that's that's amazing sounds like a pretty genius idea yeah or do we do a dual can release in the same six pack you get three Dan's and you get oh. three better Dan's and, it, and so maybe the first the Dan is an, it's an IPA or whatever it is or an amber you have an amber ale and a, a red IPA <laughs> Dan's the amber ale yeah. better Dan is the I like it. The better Dan is stronger. It's higher in alcohol. I like it. All right. All right we're going to have some fun with this. Yeah. You can have all that those ideas all for right, free. I appreciate it. <laughs> Anything to help make fun of someone. Yeah. <laughs> That's terrible. What's wrong with you? I, I, as I told Ryan before, when I couldn't remember his name, I'm a horrible human being. <laughs> well, cheers. <laughs> all right. So yep. now we're done making fun of. Uh, Dan, we might come back to it. Well, I'm sure we yeah, will. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's too funny not to. Uh, yeah. um, this, this also, like, I, I really like that one. And possibly when it's finished, mm-hmm. it may, I may like it better than the smoothie beer. Mm-hmm. But this is also, this is great. Yeah, we're excited for that, man. It's it's the right time of year, and it's it's something we've always wanted to do. It's, we um when we came out with the the Goza at Peabody, um, it was just easier to do um not a kettle kettle sour just add lactic to it you know yeah. and uh that's it's what it is um but here finally we did a actual kettle sour and, that, and that's what that is and that's just a lot more fun and it's, it's i think it's a better smoother sour a more complex sour yeah but it's also the awesome to say we finally did a kettle sour on our own brian, well brian did on his own yeah and um it's just, i don't know i'm pumped about it i think it turned out great um, the cranberry and the blood orange play well together, and I think no, neither one's overpowering the other. So we're excited to put that out there. Will Brian be doing all of the brewing, or yep. will you? Okay, so yep. you guys are just gonna Brian's it. I mean, not we just, but you'll focus on running the brewery. And yeah, and it, and it's it's going well so far. You know, we kind of um, we balance it. You know, he has the he has fifty, sixty. I mean, he's been no, doing nothing lately. You know, besides writing recipes and cleaning, yeah. like I said, and, and so he has these, these this book of recipes. So we can kind of generally plan the beers we want to come out with the styles and then yeah. he has a recipe for it oh know? nice yeah and the uh, two that we're coming up with next are a hazy and a his honey saison which is the one that he's super excited for and this is actually one of the beers he brought to his interview and it's one of the beers it's one of the reasons we hired him was for this honey saison so in, in about I, I think the ingredients are supposed to arrive on friday they'll brew it next week so you know about a month from now we'll have the honey saison out which is going to be pretty awesome should name that like resume builder or something. <laughs> that's not bad. That's <laughs> not bad. I don't think we have a name for that yet. That's actually really good. We'll run that by them. Yeah. So the who does who came up with was it a collaborative effort or did is the whole storyline of Galacticat and all that yours? Who's so it's generally who's the writer been, for it's the, generally been me overall the first few i came up with the story obviously so we get a different artist each time too and uh so it's, it's okay it's i was gonna neat. i was yeah. gonna say because the the artwork i mean it's not drastically different on that can but i i definitely thought it was a different style yep, at least than exactly the previous one so what i've started to do too is take my hands off a little bit and i'll i'll we'll get in touch with an, uh, an artist and say this is where we left off this is kind of where we want to end up fill in the blanks so i i'm trying to more and more kind of hands off and let artists be artists and so we've had the first one was a tattoo artist um at Gaithersburg and then we had uh two MICA students the most recent one this guy was a uh he's from Canada but he specializes in cat art uh, check him out I mean <laughs> his work is amazing um oh, so Nathan was- Nunn look him up Nathan Nunn his it's his cat art's ridiculous I, th- I think there was a shark tank episode where a guy's pitch was that he'll draw a picture of a cat for you it might have been this and guy it sounds exactly he's like he's built yeah. like yeah. A, a successful business of just drawing cats for people it's hilarious <laughs> but yeah so then the next one is a friend of dan's from well, westminster 
and one after that again is O from around his this area. So yeah, we work with different artists each time, which is a lot of fun. You should just have an entire series of Dan beers because friend of Dan would, would be a <laughs> would, would be a good name of a beer to fit in there somewhere. I, I'm into it. I, I don't Sounds know. good. <laughs> now. This is going to sound horrible right. and, and offensive, possibly, but I don't mean it that way at all. all right. But it's a it's a cool evolution how the hops, the cat can looks like you made it in clip art. <laughs> well, so but in but it's still it's an awesome can. So, so that's what I'm saying. It sounds bad, but it's not. Like I don't the mean same it. guy that that does these and does kind of. So we'll have an artist do all this, and then the formatting at the top and the bottom, and and all this over here. Yeah. He he made this, but he made it with. You know my pictures of my dead cat. So yeah, he, that's and my, it was, he couldn't like pose them. And I like, mean, there's a know, very good. Re- I, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Like yeah. it sounds horrible, he did best but there's, he could with like there's the a twelve very, pictures I had of my cat. There's a very good reason why it looks the way yeah, it does, yeah. and it is an awesome looking. Can, I like to think it makes him look more authentic. Yeah. You know? Anyway, I don't know. It's so funny the way. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> but I meant that in the nicest way possible. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> How, and if you get sick of talking about the comic books and not at like all, the man. cat, I love like, it. Is that something you just you plan on just continuing? Absolutely, there's no end. For the, okay, yeah. cool. I don't know. We just Good. every once in a while, we're not going to do it every IPA. Like Better Dan, we yeah. came up with a different story for that one. <laughs> Maybe a better story, but uh, every I don't once know. In a while. That's a pretty, yeah. especially once you introduce Stewie. Yeah, and that's a. I think uh, yeah, Stewie might take the show. <laughs> might end up with his own offshoot series. Who knows? We have we have. This I got plenty of uh, pictures of a of a ridiculous looking dog named Stewie. Right. To, I could send you. Actually, Lorenzo. Now we think of it. Lorenzo Beer Cat is an Instagram cat, and we would have been touching oh, yeah, him yeah. for a while. So if, if you see him, that's actually that's him right there. Um, and he's in the comic for uh, uh, the hops. Oh, I'm sorry, the Galactic Cat. Man, I really like this. The Blood Orange, the, yeah, the sour, yeah, that's it, really it's really good. Solid. This is, and this is a style I love. Mm-hmm. Um, like Waverly's Goat mm-hmm. series, the the whole like just le- um fruited sour with lactose is such yeah. a great it's, it's an easy drink and it's it's you're gonna have some fun with it this is actually brian's first one he's ever done with the, the smoothie and the vanilla and the, and the lactose so i think it turned out pretty well for his first one do you think these styles that really don't drink or taste like beer at all have helped take craft beer further i think absolutely I, I, yeah i think yeah, it, it makes it easier for someone who didn't doesn't like uh for whatever reason, you know, Porter or, or, or a red ale or an amber, some of these little offshoot beer, uh, brown ale. I love these beers, but people aren't flocking to those. Yeah. And some people, an IPA is too much at first for them, which is fine. I get it. Uh, everybody has to find a way. And I think these are a nice gateway or a step into craft beer. And I literally was in uh, Ocean City doing sales yesterday. And a <clears throat> one of the bar managers, uh, you know, she, I was like, would you like to sample this? We were sitting down with the owner and she's like, no, I don't like beer. Um, so she gave the Goza a try and she was just like, this is great. I like this. And she doesn't like beer. So it's, you know, it's definitely a way for people that don't generally drink, generally drink beer to get into it. Do you think that, um, the long lines for can releases and stuff, or even though we just recently saw two prime examples of it happening, do you think that's a trend that's going to slowly diminish as, more and more breweries are canning now that they've matured more and there's much more competition for releases or do you think that it's still just going to each brewery is going to have its hardcore set of fans that are still willing to because there's so much of a it's become so much a part of the culture of craft beer and the uh just the experience of going hanging out having Right. shares while I, honestly, in line I don't know or? man I, that's a great question and i mean if you would have told me six years ago that this is where the brewing industry would be right now with I don't, what is it so over seven thousand brewers across the nation yeah I, I would have said that's that's ridiculous and maybe we wouldn't have even got into the industry it's a lot of competition it's daunting uh i i don't know I, I i don't think that we try to guess or plan our business around that i think we just Play by day, day by day. At least that's, that's what we're doing now. We're figuring so many things out. If if people want to keep lining up for can releases, or they can start lining up for can releases for us, that that's great. If not, that's fine too. You know, we want you to come here and have a good time at the tap room. I, 
you know, we'll see. Uh, that's great if people want it for for uh, craft beer or can releases. That's good for business. But uh, I don't know. That's a non-answer, I guess. I'm dancing around it, but I, <laughs> well, I, I, mean, I really a, don't know. Well, it's a, I mean, people ask me that too. Like, yeah. I have any wisdom at all into right. the industry, um, I, but it's, it's same. I have no idea. Yeah. Like it, it's weird. It, sometimes there seem to be indicators that it, it is going to go away, mm-hmm. and then there will be a weekend like last weekend where there's people lined up for Sobo and people lined up for uh, unicorn farts, right. and so it. I wonder if it'll be you have to go like it won't be a given anymore mm-hmm. that if a brewery does a can release that there's going to be a line. Maybe you have to have maybe something slightly more special. Yeah. I mean, it really I hate to say it. It comes down a lot of times just to marketing. You know, that's what it is. I hate to say this. That's probably like, like 80 percent. Yeah. Of well, I mean, it has to be right now. <laughs> beer is a beer is yeah. a beer, you know, and of course, there's some things that are different. And Unicorn Farts has glitter in it and all that crap. But it's really it really comes down to marketing a lot of times. I mean, it, it, I mean, what, what all? I mean, how much can you expect out of out of an IPA or a porter? Yeah. It's, it's an IPA or it's a porter. You know, it's, there's only so many different ways right, you can make right. it. And we're gonna we're gonna try every single way. But yeah, I think a lot of times those can release come to marketing and just having fun. And and that's cool that people are so into craft beer people, now that they will wait in line. People want to say that they had it. Yeah. If it's yeah. if it's a limited supply, people yeah. want to say, oh, I had it. You know. So oh, it's, I it's, mean, it's tough to go away. I mock it all the time, but I still participate in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think if Ryan brought some stuff back from Ocean City just now, and, and, and there's some Burley. You think? Mm-hmm. What? Anything else? Just some Burley. Just some Burley. So I mean, there's, there's always that, you know, uh, brewery that's not around you that you can't yeah. get their stuff. And if you if you make it down there, I mean, I just we just did this. We were down in Florida recently, um, and we went to a brewery there. Um, man, what was that place? Uh, good. Good liquid. Good liquid. Good liquid. Was it good That's liquid? a cool name for it. It was good liquid. Good liquid. Yeah, anyway, they have these beers down there. So we <laughs> we got a, a bunch of beer, a bunch of, like I don't know, a bunch of crowlers with the intention of bringing it home. They didn't make it home, <laughs> but we ended up consuming them down there. But anyway, it was it was cool to be at a, in a different state and trying different beers. Before this, we were, I was actually down in uh, at, uh, Crooked Can down in Florida um, and tried all their beers. Um, but anyway, it's it's if you can't touch it if you can't normally have it it's more exciting to finally get it and i think that's what's driving and everybody wants to take that different beer that nobody has to their beer yeah. shares yeah yeah then and then with me i just want to post on instagram yeah <laughs> just, just one, pretty of, pictures. one yeah. of those people yeah, <laughs> whatever gets likes these days yeah. Yeah. yeah which i can say the saturday morning uh beer mm. i posted pictures of that and it got like, I, last time I looked, it was like 450. Whatever you got to do, <laughs> I get it. We're all we're all sluts for attention these yeah. days. We got to do what we got to do to push our brand. Yeah, I mean, if I have to, uh, I don't know what term I want to use without probably not that one. <laughs> yeah, the, the one that came into my head is not the one that I want to use. We'll just move on. What, right. um, <laughs> what is this one? Because this also is delicious. That is our versus. That's our okay. Rye, Rye double IPA, eight point nine percent. So it, it, it doesn't come through as 8.9. No, it doesn't. Yeah. So th- I love that rye IPAs are, it, it's one of those styles that just are slowly trucking along, gaining popularity. Mm-hmm. There's so, it, so many more people making them than there were. And is that because they, from what I understand, they're harder to make, right? It is like harder the, to make. Yeah. Especially the, but mainly the cleaning up part. Yeah, is well. The, that's I'm hands off with that. That's all Brian. He's, he's handling that. So if he wants, so it was his Bri- idea. To Brian's do this, problem. So. Yeah. So if he wants to keep doing that, great, because it, it turned out awesome. But it is a harder beer, and honestly, I I don't know why it's it's so um, it's not more prominent. I think it was actually a little while back. I think Sierra Nevada came out with a rye IPA a few years back. And, yeah, it was, that that, that and, bottle and it, of that looked amazing. Yeah, and, and also I think there was a lot more rye out then, and I think it faded away for whatever reason. Maybe people aren't into it. I I don't know. Um, but well, those people are wrong. Yeah. It's good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Monument City has that has their 51 Rye yeah, on lock. That's a great beer. That's a local one that this is you can't miss with that. Minoxy Brewings, yeah. Riot Rye yeah. is amazing. There's a lot of really good ones out there. So I don't I don't know why it's not more prominent. I, I don't know. Some of these other ones, I guess, are just trendier. Not, I don't know. Yeah. I, well, I think that um, the taste of Rye is probably definitely an acquired taste. That could be. It's a, yep. it's a stronger flavor. Sure. So maybe that's why. Sure. But, so what it is it that the mash is more likely to get stuck? Why it's harder to make? Yeah, so I, I mean I can't speak to what they do anymore, um, but 
Monument City uses more rye or used to use more rye than you're really supposed to. You're at some point you're not getting anything out of it, but it does. It's if you're once you're using that percentage of of rye compared to your base malt, it's yeah, it just becomes a harder beer to to get the efficiencies out of and then to have the right uh, um, process, the, the right um, conversions of starches and all that. So um, this is the beer that. Um people had purchased last weekend at the, at the can release <laughs> right. that there may be some left now but um you should uh, call the brewery stop by or yeah yeah well so we're, de- <laughs> we're this is one of our big batches so we're doing 15 barrels oh. of cans and we're doing 15 barrels in draft so i, I think there will be, be some draft left yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, plenty of draft for crawlers and yeah crawlers. yeah we got crawlers here too so yeah you can come by and have some and if there are cans left, you you can have a picture of Stewie. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So which do you have a preference on which one's Stewie? Well, There's two there to choose from. Yeah. They? We'll go with um. We'll go with the one showing the fist. The, the, okay. Well, he's the leader. Yeah. Okay. He's, he's a little bit stronger. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he is going to lead the. Uh, was he a rebel or is he resistance? Um, yeah, what stage is he at this point? I don't know. Yeah. Not, right, we'll we'll figure that I mean, out. I. Sadly, like you say that, and I, I'm not sure what you mean. <laughs> There's no way you don't know what I mean. Are you talking There's, about Star Wars? I, I oh, know what like okay. I know what you're referencing. Okay, but like for right now, I can't process oh, where like, what, what timeline yeah, like, what that means. Okay, yeah, like, I can't process right. what you mean by fair, it. Fair, okay. <laughs> I get the reference. I don't understand the meaning. Okay, fair enough. And Grant, I I didn't see Grant, but I'm sure he was shaking his head quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, he's a huge Star Wars. Nerd. Okay. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> we got time to hash that. Out. We need to make sure yeah. to check out the Star Wars themed bathroom then. Oh, yeah, we do have one of those Star Wars themed. All, all, each one of our four bathrooms here have different themes. We got I used s- the Baltimore one. <laughs> okay, so we have Baltimore, <laughs> we have Prohibition, we have Big Lebowski, and we have Star Wars. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yep. I love Big Lebowski. Yeah. Um, so do we. So does Jailbreak. Jailbreak's whole thing is, yeah. is Big Lebowski. Which is say it does not, doesn't make me unique yeah. at all. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you can't go wrong with it. But, but what a disappointment with that commercial was. I don't know. See, I liked it. Really? There was a uh, lot of there. I'm one, there of, the, I'm one of the idiots who expected more. I was almost thought oh, like okay. a Big Lebowski two was coming out, and that's that's why I didn't like it when <laughs> when it turned out to just be a commercial. I'm like, oh, jeez, I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah. Why why would I think there'd be more than this? I that that commercial definitely got a lot of hate, but I yeah. thought it, I I like I thought it was cute. It was if I didn't well, go I, in with such high expectations, I would have enjoyed. Yeah, it. Yeah, I wasn't but, expecting yeah. a whole new movie. <laughs> that's what. Right. I went in expecting a commercial. See, for maybe a I should sell-off. talk to you more when I hear things because <laughs> yeah. I would uh, let me start with a low expectation yeah. for the Colts too. <laughs> let me let, let me tamp like, your expectations. People are not going to call bit. this thing gruff, sir. <laughs> Moron, it's going to be called Colts. Yeah, I'm going to take a sip of the Colts <laughs> <Okay>. now. <laughs> we also kind of passed over. We haven't gotten to the the darker beer we have here. Yeah, that, I mean that's on purpose. I yeah. don't like porters. Oh no! Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Jeez, I'm kidding. Wow. Brutal. Walked right into that one, man. We'll take don't a second sour back, yeah. Jeez, You've had too many. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I will try it. Oh, okay, fair. I'll let you know how, if it's good or not. <laughs> All right, fair. We can at least pretend for our viewers here. No, it's good. <laughs> it is legitimately good. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate that. That one's uh, the Port of Baltimore. So we actually a couple years back we had a. Port I was going to say this is a fairly not. Not like one of your originals, but it's no, been it's, around for a while, right? Well, no, we so we only did it one year. Uh, it was Port of Baltimore Coconut Border. That we, okay? Yeah, I had that. I think you brought that with you when you were. That would be on about the timing ago. that we did it. Yeah, this this one's not. Yes, coconut. Because, <laughs> because you told the story about how um you and Dan spent uh, days. Or no, whatever. that was me oh, by myself. <laughs> it was awful. I could <laughs> you, have used it secondhand, but he you, was at work. You it, spent yeah. forever roasting coconuts. Seven and then, hours, and then you learned that you could just buy roasted coconuts. <laughs> I'll, I'll never live that one down, man. It was a brutal, brutal seven hours. Oh, thinking back on it now, is just so. I knew. That was a rough day. <laughs> but the house probably smelled great. I almost burnt it down. Oh no, yeah, there was a lot. There was a lot of like simmering uh, coconut. There was. I did not. Un- I I didn't realize how much 130 pounds of coconut was. And you can't just put 130 pounds of coconut in your in your oven. You need to put like like these thin layers and and flip it, and so it doesn't fry. And it just took seven hours. Better it's Nick br- would have known that <laughs> you could just buy coconut. Well, I hope because of that I am a better Nick now. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway, from now on it will be pre. Pre-toasted coconut. 
Okay, so yeah, yeah, I had this as the coconut version of yeah. it, but now I I, mean, I always say I don't like stouts and porters, but it, it's definitely not true. Like, I, they're it's not they're not styles that I seek out. What is I it can, about them? Is it the roastiness of it, or just the, the not drinkability of them, or like what? No, I don't like. I don't. I I just it's more. Um, it's more that I prefer other styles. That's fair. Not yeah. that I dislike them, even sure. though that's what I always say. It's just that if I go to a bar or a restaurant, I'm almost never going to order gotcha. a porter or a yeah. stout. Fair. Um, I'm not going to be someone who's willing to pay a ridiculous amount of money for whatever trendy barrel age stout is out at that moment you say this and we had just talked about the barrel age russian imperial stout we're going to do and you're you're already crapping all over it no i'm not crapping i'm <laughs> saying i <laughs> won't they're, they're popular styles yeah, people yeah. like them and yeah. they're i can appreciate when they're done well it's right. just it's not what i'm going to order I, I i'm messing with you i hear you though because i personally don't like coffee and I stay away from it, but I can appreciate a coffee stout. I can tell when this one's done well, this one's not, or at least what I like and what I don't like. Yeah. yeah. And see, I love coffee. So you would think that yeah. that would parlay into loving right. <laughs> stouts and porters and stuff, but man, it's yeah. not that. There's just I, so much good stuff out there right now. Yeah. Some, so much good liquid out there now. Yeah. <laughs> I think drop. it's just like, I, I like bitter. Yeah. So that's why i gravitate more toward and at this point i think my palace just wrecked by <laughs> yeah <laughs> drinking that. so many yeah. ipas that as we serve the porter last after the yeah. two sours <laughs> and the two ipas yeah. Yeah, yeah i hear you so i as i was saying i i always say i don't like stouts and porters mm. but i do like them it's just they're they're my least favorite styles fair. of beers. Yeah. Well, other than Belgians. No, those I legitimately don't like. Fair enough. So if I try one and I I like it, mm -hmm. I'm genuinely the surprise. Okay. And that's just the yeast. Right. I don't like. I hear you. I hear you. It's, it's one of those acquired tastes. Some people will never acquire a Belgian. I feel like at this point, you're probably never going to like a Belgian. It's probably just, not. This is what it is. Yeah. Yeah. And non-fruited wheats. A straight wheat beer yeah. is not anything I want to drink. Fair. I could see that. I'm, I'm, I think I'm hit or miss with those, honestly. I don't, I don't gravitate towards weeds. I, in the, during the summer times, warm weather, I, I'll drink a weed. But I, I hear you. That fruit adds that little extra flavor that makes it a little easier to go down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I think um, because I spend so much time drinking different types of beers, I've grown to have the brewer mentality of being able to appreciate a basic lager or a Kolsch at this point. Right. And honestly, <laughs> I think one of the, so we're talking about some weird things in the industry and, and these lines for canned beers. Honestly, I think there is an intelligence growing with the, with the market where people are gravitating more and more to lighter beers and they're harder to brew because it's the mistakes are more blatant. Yeah. And there's nowhere to hide. Exactly. There's nowhere to hide an off flavor in a Pilsner. Yeah, you're not just going to, uh, this is a little off, let's dump more hops on it. Yeah. yeah this Pilsner and this Kolsch, and I think uh, Brian nailed it. Um, I I think people are, you know, I wouldn't say IPA'd out by any means. That's not ha happening anytime soon or soured no. out. But I think they are also looking for a, a lighter approach to some beers. And so you, you can take it to the beach or camping or, or whatever. I think light beers, it seems like anyway, from what I've seen, more and more are, are being more popular, which is kind of cool. You know, we've always liked our Pilsner, so it's, it's cool if people are going to start drinking that more. I wonder if there are any craft breweries and not the the ever-expanding uh, definition of craft brewery that their IPA isn't the number one beer that they sell. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure there's some local ones that maybe like their Kolsch or right. some. The first does, thing that comes to mind is, and it's been a few years, I used to go out, um, I went four years out to Great America Beer Fest. There's a brewery out there called Prost. Um, right, right across from Avanti, which is a dogfish head bar, which is pretty cool. Um, it's a, it's a German, it's a German. Yeah, brewery. I guess and there's, so there are kind of plenty of yeah. places that specialize right. in, like they only do Belgian yeah. styles or they do German styles. So that kind like, of thing. Yeah. Off the top of my head, I don't know. We can probably look it up later and find some breweries that do things better than just IPAs. Like, yeah. But yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm not, not as a knock on breweries. Yeah. That but that's just that that seems to be what most people want. And mm -hmm. so cuz you said the hops the cat is still your best seller, it right? It is. Yeah. Is it by a large margin or just a, a little bit? So pretty close behind is the pale ale and I think a lot of that is just pale ale came out first. You know that's 
in people's mind. They build know a full bigger following. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's really hard to say. They're really only two year-round beers, so it's hard to compare it. Um, you know, we'll, we'll do these. We're going to continue to do this Goza. Um, not this one, this one. Um, we came out with the Blackberry Goza first, doing Blood Orange now. Um, actually, I'll drop it first here. The next one we're going to do is a Peach Mango Goza. And so we're going to continue. It's the nice. base, same base recipe. I love mango and yeah, beer. I think it's going to be awesome. I'm excited. But we're going to do the same base also, recipe. Also, I'm not original for that. <laughs> Actually, you know what? This is this during the warm weather. The raspberry is one of our more popular beers, too. But it has a, a, a quote-unquote shelf life. And, you know, if it gets to the fall, winter, people aren't drinking it anymore. Now, I've lost track of what's what. Yeah, at this point, they're all kind of looking the same. I know yeah, that one right there is the blood orange. That looks like better Dan. Yes, I want to finish that one first. And then the one in the back is definitely the ver- uh, verses. Yeah, and then and that's, that's the a smoothie. Yep. Okay. We got there. Yep. Right, so do you have um, have anything else coming up that you want to make sure people are aware of? Yeah, uh, a couple things. It, this is this is the greatest part. Um, I mean, having our tanks, having our brewer, having our own beers, that's all awesome. But one of the things we've been lacking the past few six years is the ability to host our own events and do our own things and have our own personality. Um Next week, at, at this point, or when this comes out, this weekend, uh, March 30th, we're having a uh, fundraiser for, with Barks, who we used to do a lot more in the beginning. When we first came out with um, Hop's Cat, we did a Barks bar crawl in Fells Point, and that was awesome. So what we're doing is an adoption event and a uh, toy drive. So March 30th from 12 to 3, uh, we're going we're gonna to have, weather permitting, we're going to have a little area right out front where dogs and cats will be up for adoption. Oh, cool. If the weather's terrible, they'll have the truck, or we're going to clear out the, the ramp in the back a little bit and have the dogs back there. And uh, we'll also have, and it's on the Facebook now, if you look up the event for the Barks thing on the 30th, if you bring a dog toy off this list, this wish list that we posted on there, um, every $10, well, if you spend $10, you get a, be, I'm not going to promise the, the, the amounts because I, I forget off the top of my head, but you spend 10, 20, 50, whatever, every uh, denomination there, you'll get something for free of flight or a beer or a hat or a shirt or something or a combination of them. Oh, nice. So anyway, so we like helping those people out. Um, April 1st through April 7th, we're working with local dining week and uh, that's a week long thing sponsored by the Orioles. So we're actually going to have a different food vendor in every day. We might have one that might re- like do two days. Um, but throughout the week, we're getting w- giving away 100 free Oriole ticket vouchers. Um, you can use for any game in April, except for opening day. So 100 free Orioles tickets we're giving away. Um, w- uh, we're starting April through October, second Sunday Crab Feast. Um, so the first one we're working with is Waterman's Pride. Uh, they're doing April, July, and October, mm-hmm. right? Yep, and then we're also, what's, who else? Richards. Richards out of Hartford County. Um, they're doing which month? Do you remember? Jul- <clears throat> they're doing August and September. Okay, so, so we're trying to find the only month we're having trouble with is May because Mother's Day, and they say right. it's all crab companies are saying that's their biggest day of the year. So we might have to skip that month. But second Sunday crab feasts are going to be awesome. We haven't figured out it's going to be all you can eat or two dollar crab, something like that. Um, but that'll be great. Um, I don't. We just have a lot of stuff coming up. Yeah. We have a lot of events that we can finally start having people in here and do our own thing. Some things we've been waiting to do for six years. How many people can you fit? Oh, uh, the seating capacity is 206. Oh, wow. So you can fit a, a couple. decent amount. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> the, the layout in this place is, is pretty neat. It, it lends itself to, to big parties. And we've had a lot of, like, networking events and the contractors come in and rent this place out for a few hours. And you can fit a lot of people in here. It's pretty cool. And I don't think – did we give a rundown of, like, what, what's available here? I don't think we did. We haven't. In, in terms of – Well, like, the you have all the games. Oh, yeah. No, we the, really haven't. Um, yeah, so we have a shuffleboard here, which is the free-to-play. We have uh, five arcade games right now, but we're working with the company to get to double that. We want 10, 11, 12, somewhere around that. We have we have the room for it. Um, we have a bunch of board games. I don't know if that camera can see it. Uh, right oh, over gra- there. Oh, gra- Graham will go around and okay. get video. That, so Fair enough. Y- yeah. What you watched in the intro to this, if you're watching and not <laughs> <Okay>. listening, <laughs> that is what uh, okay. Nick is referring to. Mm-hmm. We have that. We have that hook game on the wall, which is which is addicting and and uh, terrible. That you see the hook thing. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it. You, you spend hours over that. Was thing. it just throw something onto the hook? No, or it's a it's a, a circle on a string, and you just stand back and you have to let go and try oh, to hook okay. it. And it's anyway that. And we have TVs here. That's got to so, be fun to watch drunk people try. To oh do that. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, so actually speaking of that, I actually put two right next to each other so you can kind of battle each other. But so I was playing Brennan uh, when we first installed them. And I beat him, 
and he was on the right side, which is right under a big TV. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) he was right under like our 80 inch TV here, and he was kind of frustrated and kind of threw it a little bit. It wasn't anywhere near TV, but I could definitely see somebody drinking and be like, ah, and then busting the TV. So I'm like, all right, we're taking that one out of there, and we only have one. Um, but we, yeah, so another thing is we do have TVs and, and this is kind of a, a point of view thing or a different approach kind of thing. A lot of breweries, you don't, you don't want TVs or I don't know. I, we're in a kind of a community where, um, it would be a mistake for us not to have TVs with the families gonna, we have. And well, families and games, yeah, people are going to want to come here on some of our better days. Yeah. Some of our better days were the Ravens game. And we have some, we've had some good success with, uh, like Maryland basketball lately. And, and I, yeah, do you I miss I, Flacco. <laughs> no, I think we'll be all right. I don't know. I don't see this. This is going to be not to try to get into a whole thing with this, but it's going to be a weird year. The Orioles are a complete restart. The Ravens seem like they're a complete restart. So I, I don't know. Next couple of years for, for Baltimore sports is going to be interesting. We'll see. But anyway, yeah. So we have the TVs for that. We have three TVs that are dedicated to the beer list. This one we actually just turned into a beer list TV because you would have to try to fight through the bar to see those two little TVs back yeah. there. So now we turn to this so this whole side can see the list up here. That just goes into the theme of we're just trying to figure this out as we go, you know, um, and we're doing what we, what, what we see people enjoy. And I think the TVs people do enjoy, right? Yeah. It's a big part of this, this tap room for sure. I think you um, should explain your approach to kids because okay. I think yeah. you've – I mean, that's become, it's become almost like a, a hot topic. topic. <laughs> Actually, it is. one of it my is. my favorite, uh, Tim Scouton, had posted once after Union okay. uh, announced He's pretty their, outspoken, so I can't yeah. wait to see well, where no, this it is wasn't, going. It wasn't horrible. It was just okay. hilarious. Um, he, he uh, after Union uh, changed their adult swim hours to right. be earlier mm-hmm. in the hubbub about that and people right. going off, the, he just posted that um, I think it was – as a parent has become the new I'm not racist. <laughs> but well put, he's like well I'm a put, I'm yeah. a parent I'm yeah. a parent yeah. but has become the new I'm not racist. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's brilliant. Or so, it was yeah. something along those yeah. lines. I mean so jailbreak recently did that same thing too. Yeah, I saw and that. It, so I I see both sides. I, I really do. Well, I um, think your approach you you have approached it differently yeah. and it's a, a pretty good approach I yeah, think. Yeah, so too. I so what the way the layout is here, we have this big open area and then we have uh kind of a descending area where it gets skinnier and skinnier because the bar is kind of diagonal um what happens is there's a lot of space up here up front and uh there's room for strollers there's room for kids to run around a little bit and have some room to play so they they kind of end up there and then in the back area where it gets a little skinnier is room for people who want to adult a little bit and not have to deal with kids yeah this is kind of natural barrier barrier that happened that we didn't even plan for and it's turned out pretty well um, one of the things that kind of happened on the afford- unfortunate side of things is most of our games are up here. We just recently got one game back there, um, and the kids kind of sometimes take over, and that's fun. That they're having fun. And I know I always yeah. feel awkward when I push a kid out of the way to play a <laughs> yeah. game. Just a little, just a little foot nudge. Well, they're but, weaker, yeah. so it's easier to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. All right. Can't argue with that, I guess. But yeah, so it's it's kind of awkward if you want to play a game and a little five year old's playing the game, yeah. you can't push them off and. I don't know. So what we're doing is we're, we put a little 21 and but up then, like, area back there. see me as a good parent. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I see where you're – that's if, a good point. Yeah. If, my, if my kid is uh, – Hold on while I drink my gruff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, and, and I think that, that lends into the problem. It's And a lot of people say that. It's mm-hmm. not the kids that are the problem. It's yep. the parents who are too busy doing what they're doing to parents. But right. – like if I'm someplace and I've one of my kids is on a game and they've been there for a long time, you can tell if there are people who are right. waiting to like you say, "Hey, it's someone else's turn." <laughs> like right. That, but you would hope that would happen, you know. So there was one night in the very beginning. Um, it was I don't remember what night of the week it was. Doesn't matter really. This, the bar was pretty full here, the bar itself, and there was a couple families behind us, and there's a couple kids that were just running amok and. Uh, they were they were loud and they were screaming and like every once in a while and you could see every time a kid would squeal the whole bar would kind of look over like Ugh. you know what I mean and, it, <laughs> yeah. it, and it's unfortunate because I'm glad they're having a good time but kind of rein it in a little bit yeah. so we can all interact and and be in the same space you know I I haven't I don't know this area at all mm-hmm. um, how far away are we to the closest other brewery 
Like what? Uh, Peabody is probably the closest brewery, which is two miles south of us. Okay, so you're pretty far away from yeah, any, yeah. Any it's, other it's really just mm-hmm. us. I mean, us. I mean, Waverly is not that far, but Peabody would be the closest. So you like the the neighborhoods that are right near here? Because mm-hmm. I, I guess I I pictured the in my mind that it was more of like a city in the city but i mean this is pretty city what were you what were you thinking (laughs) like how much more city could this get a bunch of houses right over there yeah yeah, so that's that's the cool part you're in a neighborhood yeah there are a lot of really nice neighborhoods pretty close to us and there's a lot of young families that live i mean i did the same exact thing recently where i lived in canton for 10 years uh my wife and i just last may moved out to towson which is about 10 minutes north of here and uh because we we got married we had a kid i've lived there for 10 years i've i've had that fun but I still want to. We still want to go out. So I, I yeah. get. It. I get the parent side of things where you have a kid and you still want to be a part of a fun atmosphere. So we're nowhere near like cutting that off and, and putting a limit to it. Uh, we just we just want people to be a little more responsible, more more accountable for their kids. Yeah. And then we can all have fun. Well, I mean, listening to everyone who has decided to cut it back, mm-hmm. like they tried know, many I other know. means to like to get people to parents, right. and it just unfortunately. Right. didn't work but right. hopefully you're you're almost like having two areas where you like if you don't want to be around kids you go on this it does side it, it, it's worked it's out like, great so far maybe honestly. actually yeah. maybe that's our future Sm- uh kid and non-kid oh, sections of it's like segregated segregated smokers <laughs> and non-smokers <laughs> yeah another thing we get too is is people calling in for dogs and they're they they're upset when oh, we, i don't understand that at all and it's it's this. upsetting because why do you need to take your dog? Like, yeah. Leave him home. And so we're going to have that patio out eventually. We haven't touched on this in this interview yet, but we are going to eventually have a 14 by 8 foot patio out front where you can hang out with your dog. But in a tap room, our liquor license doesn't allow it. Yeah. It's, it's, not even, it's not even our choice. Don't, yeah. So just don't get mad. At it. And here's the thing, too. This, this one person um, within the first month of us opening up brought a dog in here. And, of course, I said, hey, you can't have your dog in here. <laughs> and... She said, well, you can't tell me that because it's a uh, stress dog or a help dog or whatever it is. Emotional support. Something like that. And I looked down and it was wearing a vest. I mean, this dog was this big. It was wearing a a vest that said emotional support, whatever it was. And in that moment, like I couldn't say anything. But in my mind, I'm thinking, I I know, I'm 99% sure she bought that thing off Amazon. (laughs) It's it's like, why do you need to bring that little pocket dog like to a brewery just leave it home for a couple hours and go have a couple beers like, the dog probably doesn't want to be here no i'm sure it doesn't like you can't can't piss or shit or better not piss or shit in here <laughs> and it's it's just go leave your dog home for a couple hours like i don't i don't understand it i i love i have a dog i have big big uh half great dane half english mastiff dog uh, barley is her name actually i had uh barley and hops for a little while nice. until <laughs> hops decided to leave us but uh barley is she's a sweetheart i'd love to bring her to bars but there's a place for a dog, and there's a place where you shouldn't bring a dog. Stewie doesn't like to leave the house. So he just stays. <laughs> That's my kind of dog. Yeah, yeah he should it, stay home. It yeah. would cut into his 23 hours of sleeping a day. <laughs> <Fair> so, <enough. laughs> yep. I, well, I want to thank you two so much for hosting us. Uh, thank you so much. For, I know it's a pain for driving from Frederick to Baltimore. I, I get that. That drive is not fun. So I appreciate you coming out and checking oh, the absolutely. out. Absolutely. Well, like as I said, it was it was great to have table service. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, Brennan. Appreciate it, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and thank yep. you, everyone, for watching and listening. Yeah, cheers, cheers, guys. Cheers. The Uncapped Podcast is produced by Graham Cullen and me, Chris Sands. Be sure to like us on Facebook. And if you've enjoyed these podcasts, please leave us a review on Google Play or the iTunes Store. A special thanks to Double Motorcycle for providing our theme music. Thanks for listening. Oh my God, that's good.